to another episode of your favorite trying 20 it's your yeah, girl yeah, yeah. brit brett on the track and of course we have none other than our lovely beloved Dion. hi guys <laughs> it's me <laughs> <laughs> as promised we're back with another episode um and today we're talking about some things we're getting into some things um mm-hmm. Specifically regarding colorism. I think Mm. there's been a lot that's been circulating and Dion has noticed a lot that's been circulating throughout um, (laughs) social media and has been trending specifically regarding um, colorism. Mm So We talked about some things last week, actually, if I'm not mistaken. We kind of did. We started this conversation last week when we were speaking about um, Kiki Palmer and Dakota Gonzalez or is Mm -hmm. it Dylan? Dylan Gonzalez. Yeah, Dylan. And the Trey Song situation. So if you have not listened to last week's episode and heard what we had to say about that, go ahead and head on over to that. our last last week's episode. Was it last week or the week before? Was it last? It was last week. Head over to to our last episode, episode, y'all. Make sure you listen to that to get mm-hmm. a good segue into this episode. Um, but yeah, so first first things first, I want to ask you, Dion. Do you think having dating preferences is equivalent to colorism or a form of colorism? Um, so you're saying basically if I said, well, you know, I prefer somebody who's chocolate, mm-hmm. you know tall well mm-hmm. chocolate if we're talking about colorism you're saying like that yeah like, like, or if uh, I say like I like red bones blah 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 yeah like I think there's you know throughout society socially um, since I've been alive in my lifetime I've heard a number of people say oh I only date light skinned women or I only yeah. date you know <clears throat> white girls or Latinas or you know there's certain people that you can tell very evidently have a preference because they only date women of lighter complexions or even men of lighter complexions. Um, So the question is, do I think it's colorist if they only, like, if they prefer to date a certain skin color? Yes. Um, I think it depends, right? Yeah. I feel like if you're attracted to that aesthetic, Mm -hmm. I feel like, first off, honestly, yes. Yes. Okay. Because I feel like if you're attracted to that aesthetic of like maybe a red bone for a guy or a lighter lighter skinned woman, then it's rooted in colorism. Mm. Whether or like not it's you coming wanna... from somewhere. Yeah, it's coming from why are you so particular in what skin color your right. partner has to be? Right. Like, do you even realize that as a person that's saying, well, I only date like dark skinned people? Like, mm-hmm. and honestly, if you're saying you only date dark skinned people, does that make it different? Because history has shown when it comes to colorism dark mm-hmm. skin people have the short end of the stick right and honestly me i love me a chocolate man so, uh, Ugh, my god <laughs> okay. <laughs> i love it <laughs> okay but all right so let me say this then mm-hmm. um just to piggyback off of what you were saying i think it's important to give a definition of colorism and colorism basically stems from um european settlers um mm-hmm. and colonizers you know, um, choosing or even within slavery, you know, um, pinpointing black people who were of lighter complexions and putting them um, basically at a hierarchy and making them superior to those who were of darker complexions. I mean, we see mm-hmm. it with um, 
the Rwandan genocide where the Hutus and the Tutsis, you know, the Tutsis were considered um, the superior race because they were lighter complexions and they had more European features and the genocide was happening amongst the the Hutus when they were being, you know, killed because they're dark skin. Mm-hmm. Um, so colorism essentially is more so when you see lighter complexions as superior. So... I think it can get kind of tricky because I I think a lot of people really use the I guess explanation that they aren't colorists because they like because just because they have a dating preference they mm-hmm. they can't help what they're attracted to but that can become I I, I do think that can become problematic um, like I feel like if you are a person who just automatically completely dismiss people of darker complexions and rules them out like you're you're not because someone just you're just not attracted to that person or that person y'all don't have uh, y'all aren't compatible right you just automatically are saying i will never date a dark-skinned person right because i i only date light-skinned girls like it's like you have those it seems like you have those unconscious like biases against right right certain one that you don't really you don't really understand that you're having but it's either things that you've been taught or right right like that confirm what you've been taught it's coming from somewhere yeah it comes from somewhere so it's almost like it's (laughs) almost like if a white person says they're not racist but their leader their their whole circle is white Mm-hmm. Their entire circle is nothing but white people. And so it almost kind of like, it's almost like that if you think about it. Because it's like, what do you have against? Because I know there's some black people who are compatible compatible with the type of people that you hang around. Right, right. So what do you have? Like, what type of preconceived notions are, mm-hmm. I guess, biases or things that you've been taught that you have that are unconsciously in your mind? Right. That makes you stray away from that, you know. Right. Because what will really make you like what so it's like if someone says that, like, yeah, I only date light skinned girls or I only mm-hmm. date mixed girls, my next question will be, why? Right, why? And usually there's not like you really can't give me an explanation that would make sense in my mind. Because it's like, yes, I have a preference. I find myself being drawn to and very much attracted to darker skinned men. That does not mean I have never dated or found a lighter skinned man attractive or right. even a white man. Like y'all know I've dated a white man in my past. I've dated plenty of light skinned men, but pr- preferably I find dark skinned men to be what I just gravitate towards. Like they just do something special to me. Right. I mean, that's a preference versus saying I just don't, you know, like <laughs> that's that to me is problematic. But at the same time, at the same time, I feel like people aren't dating for connection, true connection. They're dating for outwardly like appearance. They're dating for the superficial. True, true. Because if you think about it, what we've been taught, that's this is all of us. Like we've heard it time and time again. Oh, if I date a white woman, she's gonna do this. She's gonna be right. She's not gonna gonna talk back. She's not gonna right. Right. It's just like, how do you know? Right. How do you know? That's based off of a stereotype. Exactly. Which arguably is problematic. And that also can go, that can trace back to a lot, to racism, to colorism. Like all of that is rooted somewhere in some form of, you know, ignorance. And to me, it's just, 
there's just really no sound explanation that someone can give me. Mm-hmm. Now, I do think it's a little different. Mm-hmm. I will say this, and I don't, look, I don't know how everyone's gonna feel about what I'm about to say. What you about I, to say? I, I feel like it's different when mm-hmm. black people say, "I prefer to only date black people." Okay. Yeah. I don't see that as colorism, and I don't see that as necessarily racist. And I, I, I say that because I feel like it's hard to me for a black person to be racist. Like usually when I hear people say that, mm-hmm. and even when I like I've made the decision at this point in my life that I would prefer to only date people of the same race as me. Um and that's just because in my experience it's 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 a familiarity that mm-hmm. I feel like I have with people who share the same skin tone as I do. Um, right. It's it's an an unnecessary discomfort for me being with someone who is Caucasian. And that's not saying that I have anything against Caucasians. I just prefer to date within my race. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, I, can, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say that that's a form of racism or even colorism. Okay, so let's Let's break it down because you have black men out here who want to date like women, but they want to date light skinned women or right. red bones. That, right? That's colorism. So there was a situation that happened in celebrity news, child. You know, I stay I stay up all game when it comes Trending. to celebrities for some reason. Anyway, uh, the insecure star Jay Ellis, right? Mm-hmm. He had posted a video that is now being deleted. <laughs> has now been deleted but he posted a video which weirdly to me he was rating his male co-stars as if they mm-hmm. were women mm-hmm. so and it's like it, how, how many shots do you have to take before you would smash them right so basically he got to the more darker skin co-star which i believe is what's his name um daniel daniel and daniel is like the finest person on the he show is. If, if we're being if we're being honest we, okay but he said that he had to drink um take like three shots i think it was three shots and then he got to nathan mm-hmm. who's the more lighter skin mm-hmm. and um what's the other boy name that the lawyer girl was with uh, i think it's insecure by the way name, y'all but he was asian what is his name i don't remember his name that's Nathan, the Asian and... guy, y'all. Oh wait, are you talking about Torian? No, not Torian. So you are talking about the Asian guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it was Nathan and the Asian guy, and he said that it will only take like one shot. Or it was with the was Asian not... guy. He said he wouldn't have to take any shots whatsoever. Oh, see, see. So this is my point. It goes to show that he's more attracted to for some the lighter skinned co-stars are the lightest skinned females in his life and it's like first of all everybody know daniel is way more finer and let's clear way this up more. some more let's clear this up some more because i don't want y'all trying to come for Dion and saying that he's making an exception no because there was more than just daniel like there was other dark-skinned men in that lineup and for right. every dark-skinned man that was in that lineup he had to take like two to three shots to smash them. Right. So for all, like, Drell was in that lineup as well. Like, there was a lot of more than just those two light skinned men. Right. For them, he had to take maybe one shot or none at all. So that is kind of alarming. It is. Right. So it's also like, what would compel you to post and, something like that, knowing? And, and 
Now this is no shade of him. This is no shade of interracial couples. Uh-huh. I ain't got nothing against y'all. But he is married to a white woman. So that kind of makes is. it kind of worse. That's true. I was just about to say that. So it just kind of reinforces the colorist beliefs that we have without even realizing it because the fact that he went as far as posting this, this um making this post making a whole tiktok Brittany, you know how much work goes into a tiktok now <laughs> a lot a lot. <laughs> making a whole tiktok to show that he's rating his male co-stars as females weird but it's, it reinforces our perceptions on lighter complexions mm-hmm. it's kind of sad it is and then so there was another incident that happened in pop culture where there was this um podcast out of Miami and it was two black guys right who um were hosting this podcast and they vocally say multiple times that they only date light-skinned women this is literally what they'll say like they only date light-skinned women because mm-hmm. they feel like dark-skinned women don't do certain things sexually mm-hmm. um you know as far as like I don't know I don't know what what is what dark-skinned women I do I don't know but they feel like dark-skinned women are more mouthy. They feel like they're more like assertive. Mm. And they don't like that in a woman. When really, is it not important to have your own independence and be a powerful like type of figure? I'm, I'm confused. Like, Is that not what you want in your partner? You want somebody submissive. <clears throat> and I feel like just the narrative that darker skinned women, women wouldn't submit. Right. Um, like, see, that's exactly what we were talking about earlier when I said when someone says, oh, I'm only dating a, a someone who's of lighter complexion, there's something behind that. Like, you're not just only dating them because of a preference of, or, right. oh, like, I'm just more attracted to lighter skin. Like, no, there's something there rooted, like some stupid stereotype that you're right. feeding into and you're trying to justify your colorism. Right. But it's, it's really like, truth be told, like, yo, you got an issue. Right. And I'm honestly, I'm grateful because I've said this before when we was dealing with um Mr. Boosie Bottoms a while ago. <laughs> I've said this before. I'm appreciative of their honesty. Mm-hmm. At least they can admit that I only date them because of this reason. You know? Yeah. A lot of people say they have preferences for light-skinned women or lighter, lighter complexions in general, and they don't give a reason. Which they don't have to, but it's just like, what does that stem from? It, right. it begs the That's question of like, what is it rooted in? Right. You know? That's coming from somewhere. It is. like, And the crazy no. <laughs> part about it is a lot of people who say things like this have never even been with anybody of a darker complexion. Never. Okay. And so I how hate, would you know? I hate this narrative that dark, darker-skinned women, even Black women altogether, are problematic or hard right. to live with. Like, where are y'all getting this narrative from? Because... Yeah, you know, I could really go into some things. <laughs> okay, so let's step into this area, right? Okay, okay. I want us to unpack why we feel that it's okay then. Me and you, right? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we said this. Mm-hmm. Why we feel it's okay are better to say, well, I'm only, well, I prefer darker skinned people. <clears throat> Do you think it's because Okay, well, let me ask you this. Does colorism apply in reverse? Like, like, do you think we could be colorist um, <clears throat> by putting darker skin on the pedestal? I don't think so, because it's the same thing as racism. There's no racism, but I True. feel like there is a such thing as 
and I'm kind of like kicking my own ass right now <laughs> because I'm thinking about it as I'm saying it. But I feel like there's a certain thing as fetishize. I'm about yes. to say Yes. Yes. Yeah, like fetish. How do you say it, Brittany? Say it for me. I struggle saying it too. Fetishizing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, what the hell? Okay, having yeah, a fetish a over dark skin. That is right. So, do you that. think do you think that's the case with a lot of people who say that they prefer darker skin? Because why do you prefer darker skin? I know, I know. One, there is a stereotype attached to men mm-hmm. who are darker skin, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's stuff about their package, mm-hmm. their their endowment, right? So, I don't know if, if it's more of a fetish or is it just like because it's one thing to when you're colorist I feel like <clears throat> you only prefer a specific type of complexion mm-hmm. because you don't like this about another complexion you know what I right, mean Right. so you prefer lighter skin because you feel like darker skin doesn't check off X, Y, and Z right but if we're saying we're only attracted to darker skin, not only attracted, let me stop saying that. If we're saying we prefer darker skin, mm-hmm. why are we saying that? <laughs> can we get See, down to the root of that? This, I, I know, like, this can really go pretty deep. It can, because then mm-hmm. you're, like, skating on the issue of if you're fetish, fetishizing over mm-hmm. people with darker skin. And, you know, I feel like this issue has, a, has come up a lot as well, where only recently darker skins are celebrated in the media yeah. um, and it's celebrated in a relation and or correlation to food like we say oh i love the chocolatey skin you know mm-hmm. so yeah that's it gets, true it's getting it's getting into that it's, it is getting into that mm, it's um, getting weird it, it is getting <laughs> a little weird <laughs> i don't I, know i feel like i can really only really speak for my from me personally mm-hmm like I said, y'all, like, I think it becomes a fetish when you are only dating a dark-skinned person because mm-hmm. you're obsessed with their skin or you're obsessed with some feature that they have that you don't have. That, to me, is a fetish. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go into, like, let's say I'm a light-skinned or a white woman. And I'm like, oh, I just want me a dark-skinned man. Um, so I can have some mixed babies or something like that, you know, like, or, you know, the whole right. stereotype of, about dark skinned men and their package. Like that to me is the fact, even when like the Black Lives Matter movement was happening and people were protesting and there were white people who were protesting with black people, the signs mm-hmm. I saw a lot of black women writing, even down to like a clip that I've seen from Khloe Kardashian. And I'm going to get into that for in a second, Ooh, okay. but just, just, um, I'm, I'm low-key getting hyped. But yes. just like the, the sign saying, oh, we we support, we love big black cops. Oh. Like, mm. yo, that's <laughs> what that is. Like, you're not standing with the people. You don't care about the people. You care about them. For, you see them as a sex symbol. Mm-hmm. And I think when you, when you take someone or a group of people and you put them in a, and see them as a sex symbol... That's mm-hmm. a fetish, and you're obsessed yeah. with them because of what they can give you. That's yeah. a fetish. Um, That's why I feel like people who are us black people, we got to be real cautious, right? When we see white people approaching us and wanting to like, I Touch guess, court us and stuff oh, like that, so because <laughs> it's it's almost like, okay, are you fetishizing right now, or are you really attracted to who I am as a person? Right. Because, 
is it not a red flag if somebody says, "Oh, I can't wait for us to have beautiful mixed babies"? That's a like, that's a red flag to me. It's very much so a red flag, and I've heard it so many times. Me too. Like if me somebody too. comes up to me and says, "Oh, I want us to have some mixed babies," is excuse me. I think anyone who only they like. I think anytime anyone says out of their mouth, like if a white person says, I only date black women, that's a red flag to me. Yeah. Because why do you only date black women? Right. Like mm. there's something to that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I agree. I agree. So the clip that resurfaced, and it's crazy because I actually remember this episode when it aired, um, but just didn't catch on to it because I was younger. Like I was a preteen watching this show. I really probably shouldn't have been watching it. But <laughs> keeping up with the Kardashians, um, a clip from when Kim had just given birth to North mm-hmm. resurfaced, mm-hmm. and Chloe basically was like, um, "Yeah, you can tell everyone how you love black cock," and mm-hmm. she was like, oh, "People call me. All I get called is a n-word lover." What? My girl said this on live TV and was proud of it. Like that to me. Wait, it, Kim it, said it, this. It, huh? Kim said this. Or Chloe, Chloe said it. Chloe said it to Kim. Mm. Because Kim was like, I don't want to say she was worried about how dark or what North complexion. Like she was trying to get a stroller to match North's complexion or something like that, and was getting backlash for having a baby by a black man. If that, if, if I'm not mistaken, but I just remember Chloe saying that. Mm-hmm. And that that specific clip is what re was circulating throughout Twitter. Right now, you know, as much as I try to root for the Kardashians, because I have I have been known to root for them <laughs> since the whole sex tape. I feel like after a certain me too, number of seasons, I had liked them at one point. Right, I feel like after a certain number of seasons on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, they you can no longer say they've been mm-hmm. you know hanging on to the coattails of black men, but. I do feel like they have a fetish for black mm-hmm. men. Mm-hmm. It's pretty clear. Mm-hmm. The only types of guys that they date, all of them, are black men. Even out to the mama. I know. And you got they... a black man, and it looks like that man. Never mind. <laughs> it looked like he is packing major meat. I <laughs> so... <see us. laughs> so it's just like I see what you're doing, Kardashians. I see what you're doing. And I don't like it. I don't like it. Now, when it comes to their success and their their money and their power, I don't think I, they're successful because of black people. I'll say that. Yeah, no, 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 no. But I feel like they definitely do have a fetish over darkest complexions. Mm-hmm. I do too. I agree. Yeah. So, um, the Kardashians, it's just like a give me. They put it up in your face. It's just easy. And like you said. Chloe even said they call her the N-word lover. It's probably because it's true. Because why else would you say that on national te- television? Why would you even think of black people at all as that? As, as that, right? Why would you even say that like that? Why? Either? Why? Why is it that when you're telling your sister to defend herself and to defend her child's father, the first thing mm-hmm. you're saying is to say, "Oh, I love black cop." Excuse right. Me? Like now, that, Chloe, that, that if to I me if, tells me. That to me tells me, like, your first thought when you think of a black man is his penis. Right. Exactly. Chloe, I know, is, is like, one of the hotheads and more, like, impulsive ones. But it's just, like, girls, still, you have to kind of be cognizant of your audience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ha- you're pulling millions and millions of views per yeah. episode. 
You can't be saying stuff like that. Like that type of stuff can be said off camera. But but see, isn't it more alarming though? Like that's really how she thinks. So yeah, that's like now we see how you think too. for real. Yeah. Wow. And who is she with now? Oh, the nigga that's cheating on her multiple times. Oh. <laughs> Okay. 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 I was gonna okay. say she ain't with nobody last time. That kind of re verifies that it's it's a fetish because you keep going back to somebody that's treating you awful when you can get you a nice little six inch white six inch. I <laughs> nice little six incher and be happy with somebody who's not gonna cheat on you, but hey <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> So now I want to ask you, Dion, because I feel like I've never asked you this, and I really don't know. Like, have you ever dated someone who was white? Nope. Would you ever? I think I would, but under certain conditions. Like, mm-hmm. I have to really get a good gauge because you know I feel like I'm, I'm very big. I'm very big on energy. And see, I think this what you're saying is what makes it different when it yeah. comes to black people. Mm-hmm. Um, like we have when to we, have when we say when we say we prefer not to date someone white, what you're saying has everything to do with experience and the way that black people have been treated by white people. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with being racist or or which I understand. Well, I completely get that. I don't. I don't feel like black people can oppress white people at all. At that's all. Like, that, that, that's not a thing. That does not exist. Okay. It's impossible. No that that would be thing. reverse racism. It's right. There's no such thing. So I think that's the difference versus like when white people are saying, oh, I only I would ever date a black person. If I did like date a black person, she would have to be usually it's something pretty derogative. Oh, she can't be too ratchet or she can't be too loud or she has to be if she's a little bit lighter then I'll go. with That is problematic. It is. You have to really look into yourself because a lot of people say this without even flinching like they don't see a problem with it but you really have to look into yourself and ask yourself why do i feel this way like why am i not giving these beautiful nubian queens Mm -hmm. a chance because first of all maybe i am lucky obsessed with darker skin complexions because low-key i ain't even gonna lie i am but it's not for a sexual reason right i believe that it's beautiful like oh my gosh you're just so beautiful to me like i love it Mm-hmm. And so that's why I feel like the line is drawn at because it's not as for fetishes. Like it's not a sexual game type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like I can look at you as right. a darker skinned person and say, wow, you're beautiful without even wanting to be with you. One, you're not you objectifying them. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not that's trying to beat that. So that's the difference. That's why I feel like, yes, I love me a darker skin complexion man because I just like darker skin the way it looks aesthetically. <laughs> I feel like I'm still kind of like not making sense, but <laughs> y'all see what I'm saying? Like, it's not about a sexual type of thing. It's more so about that's just what I'm attracted to. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing against lighter skin complexion. No. That's the part. It has right. nothing against lighter skin complexion. Right. I, just I'm like, not I prefer just, darker skin. I'm I not, like darker skin. I'm not sitting here saying I never. And if a perfectly good light skin man approaches me, I'm just like, nope, you're light skin. Right. Like, no. no, 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 no. That's that's where 
And that to me is what people who are colorists do. Mm-hmm. If, it, if they had a perfectly good, now that's a colorist. Dark skinned woman or dark skinned man approach them, in their mind, they're saying, uh uh-uh, uh, they too dark. That mm-hmm. is, that's where the problem is arising. Right. Uh-huh. That, that, no, I'm not going to give you a chance because you're dark skinned. That's a problem. Right. And it's almost like, and I say this all the time, I believe, I hate to take it here, but I'm going to take it here. Take it there. It's almost like sexuality. I feel like in my own personal brain, mm-hmm. I feel like everybody is very fluid. Okay. I feel like they don't allow themselves to be because of what things they've been conditioned to believe in, stuff like that throughout their childhood and stuff like that. I feel like everybody's fluid. Okay. So by that, I mean that I feel like everyone should, ha- should have the freedom of liking both sexes. All right. You know, whether they consider themselves they, he, or she, whatever it may be. I feel like everybody's fluid. I feel like people don't allow themselves to get into that arena because of what they've been taught. So it's kind of like with sexuality. When you see a guy mm-hmm. and you're supposed to be a hetero and you're identified as a heterosexual, you won't allow him to do certain things or interact with you a certain way because you identify as heterosexual. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of the same thing. I mean, it flows in the same arena. Like I if you're talking see, about I actually can see your <laughs> yeah, like I if you're talking see, about like, sexuality, if you're talking about racism, you're talking about colorism, they all kind of co that way as far as I the principle totally, of it. I can I can totally like the way that a heterosexual just be would automatically be like, no, because you're a man. That's yeah. what we see with colorism. No, that no and automatically. Oh, that's bad. That's yeah, no. Good. I don't want no part to that. And it's the same thing with gay men. Like, gay that men is so like, problematic. You identify as gay or homosexual, right? So you won't allow a female to walk up to you mm-hmm. any day and be like, can I have your... No, ma'am. Excuse me, girl. No. All of that. <laughs> and it's just like, you don't even know this woman. Maybe you really will have an attraction to her. It's just kind of like your analogy. People be blocking their blessings. I feel like I feel like your your analogy mm-hmm. just kind of like I just I feel like it really just kind of shine that light or is it shine? Shine? Mm-hmm. No, it might be shine. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started. I don't know. You 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 just show shown us. Lord have mercy. Help your soul out of Help your soul. I feel like you just put a light on just how disgusting colorism is. Mm-hmm. Like, for you to just look at someone like that, like, like because of their skin complexion, not for any real good reason other than their complexion. Like, it's disgusting. Right. It don't got nothing to do with their character. It's so blatant. No. Or even like, what right. they're bringing to the... You're not considering what they're bringing to the table. Really, you're not even looking at them as a person. You're dehumanizing them and you're looking at them mm-hmm. for their skin. You know, That's- I think it's time that we've dealt with racism. We haven't dealt with it, but we've... we've you know, we bought it up I'm, as a society. We bought up racism. We're dealing with it. We bought up sexuality. We're dealing with it. Now I feel like it's time that we deal with this colorism thing. Because it's so prevalent. Mm -hmm. It's so prevalent. It's not so comfortable saying certain things as far as like. And it's darker skinned women or darker skinned, period. People feel so comfortable saying certain things as far Mm -hmm. as darker skin. And Mm -hmm. I don't like it. Me neither. Me neither. Me neither. So let me ask you this, Britt. Okay. 
So you are a, a woman of lighter complexion, right? I am. Have you ever seen or experienced a situation where someone has said to you... Yes. Yes. You don't, you don't even have to finish your question. But go ahead and finish your question for our, our listeners. Like, have you experienced a situation where somebody has said something about a darker skin person in, a, like, a derogatory way? Like, a Absolutely. negative manner. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel and like have, even darker skinned people have experienced it. And have even gone as far as Susan. And you know what? It's it's happened it's happened on many occasions. Mm-hmm. But it's not just have they said something, but they've taken me mm-hmm. and tried to uplift you by putting out some, yes. some other yeah. yeah. By saying, Oh, get into this because so, if we're talking about stereotypical like standards yes, of yes like beauty so, Britney has a lot of complexion she has very high she's high yellow she has you know nice little curls you know long mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all of the things mm-hmm. so all of the things they kind of mimic what's believed to be beautiful yeah. quote unquote so right. have you experienced you said you have experienced a situation where a man has came up to you mm-hmm. uplifted you while putting yes. down somebody else yes Wow. It's, and it's happened meant, like even from since I was a little girl. Like I can I can tell you about scenarios when I was in elementary school wow. where the boys in school would quite literally say, Oh, Brittany's pretty, like Brittany's um one of the prettier girls in the school. She got that good hair. Wow. She's white skin. And then they would pinpoint darker skin girls and un- unfortunately, Dion, like you know some of them. You know them personally, some of the yeah. girls personally. And they would say, no, she's ugly. Um, she's nappy-headed. And they would compare me. to, And that was from when I was in elementary school. That and we want to talk seems... about in my adult life, in my adulthood, unfortunately, I feel like I've experienced um, being with someone who had a fetish for black women. And, you know, he, yeah, I think you I think you mentioned that on I the, have um... touched on it. Yeah. But I specifically remember him telling me about this darker skin girl that he was fooling with at one point. Um, he it was the she was ghetto, she was ratchet. Um, if I'm gonna be like, if I'm gonna be with a, a black girl, she has to be kind of like you and has to act a certain way. Can't be too loud. And I've even experienced what? even his best friend, who was a black man who only dates white women putting down if I'm gonna date a black girl she gotta be kind of like you really light skin it's like very it was very problematic um it was really one Sounds of the reasons, like it it was really one of the reasons that I did not stay in that relationship um I mean I, I I've dealt with moms and family members not my personal mom or family members but you know I've, I've dealt with the whole if she's gonna be black she gotta be light skin or she's she's a she's a um what's the what's the word um satisfactory black woman wow mm-hmm. unfortunately to the point Dion um it, it it was to the point I remember my senior year of high school you know I did my um senior project on this on colorism within the black community and just and within throughout I society know that. i did and the um and not just colorism but texturism mm-hmm. which texturism is you know the preference or the praise of 
or the oppression of kinky hair. You know, I was just about to touch on it and I was about to say that I feel like we're going into a realm of where we're being more accepting mm-hmm. and not even just being more accepting, but as a black people, we're right. accepting our hair more. Yes. Yes, but so it, I love that. Okay, it was to the ahead. point I was so disturbed by it. Mm-hmm. Um, when people, black people, or, or even black women or black girls would come up to me and ask me about my hair, the wow. first thing out their mouth would be, are you mixed? Is that wow. all your hair? You got to be mixed. There's no way that you're not mixed. And it was to the point. like So that made you feel some type of way? Absolutely. So I stopped telling people that I was mixed. I, stopped saying, I started saying, no, I'm, I'm black. I'm fully yeah. black. Because I, I will never forget the day a little girl came up to me in the store. And she, and I could tell she already had a complex. Girl might have been like four or five, Theon. I could tell she already had a complex mm-hmm. um, about not having quote unquote good hair and not being light skinned. And she came up to me and was like, I love your hair. You're so beautiful. I wish I looked like you. I wish I was mixed like you. I said, Baby, I'm not mixed. I'm black and you're beautiful. Yeah. And I, I just thought that's something that just has stayed with me. But, like, it's, it is not as, I feel like texturism isn't as bad these days. No, but when we it's were growing up, it was, like, horrible. It was horrible. Definitely. Not even only that. It was because, I mean, I, it wasn't, I feel like we didn't know how to care for our hair. You know what I mean? Like, we were talking yeah. so much to not even just care, like, your hair is going to be how it is. It's nasty. Period. And you know what? I'm and gonna be so honest. Once we learn how to actually take care of our hair and actually show and broadcast our hair in a beautiful way, like right. we have beautiful manes, right? That's when we started to accept it more. But before, I feel like the natural hair care industry wasn't a thing back then. Like, no, it wasn't. It, it really yeah. started popping in like 2012. I agree. 2013. Yeah. And you know, I'm I would be lying, and it's like here I gotta acknowledge this like I would be lying if I said that when I was younger when I was in elementary and middle school I didn't think I was better than or prettier than other people because I was light skinned with quote unquote good hair I did I had that mentality I had you know what I'm saying like I don't I really don't know what the switch was for me yeah but that's like the truth that because that's what everyone around me was telling me. That's what adults were telling me. That's what yeah. was being poured into me. Yeah. Oh, you're and prettier. as a child, you're gonna believe what you're told. Okay, especially as a child. Yeah. You don't. Know I feel like else. we're we're definitely in a generation of change. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so many of our ideas and just uh, ways of thinking have been shifted. I feel like because mm-hmm. honestly, if you think about it, it stems from brown paper bag test and yes. stuff like that yes. where they've been gauging the complexion of black women and black people in general to you know kind of qualify them for certain positions or mm-hmm. status and stuff mm-hmm. like that and so I feel like it stems from that but I feel like we're we're saying no <laughs> right we're saying like that's not gonna fly in this day and age and not I'm with me so so happy that we're making this shift I actually find it a huge turn off if yeah. a black man this actually has happened within like last year, 2021 um, I was talking to someone he's light skinned um, mm. and he couldn't get over calling me light skinned, like I'm talking to this light skinned woman, or, I'm so light skinned, we so light skinned yeah. this, light skinned that, and it was turning me off, like it was making me cringe right. because like, like, why are we still here? Yeah. why are we still here? <laughs> it's 2021 and I Come think on. what hinders it is 
generalized statements. So if yeah. you are a parent and you're raising a child, mm-hmm. these general you have to be careful, right? What you say to your children, right? If you're raising a child, and you're making generalized statements about a certain group of people. That's gonna stick with a child. It, it really does. is. Whether whether as in your in your situation, you are a light skinned girl. Mm-hmm. Not saying your parents said this, but if you if you're a light skinned girl out there and your parents have said something along the lines of, Oh, you're you're light skinned, you'll be good, blah blah blah. That type yeah. of stuff is gonna stick with you. Absolutely. Like, all right, all right. Girl, you're just dark skinned, that's why they treat you like that. That type right. of stuff right there is gonna mm-hmm. stick with you. You gotta work a little harder because you know, you don't have that good hair. Yeah. It's just so you need to even oh you, got, you have to get a perm because you don't have good hair. You can't yes. pull off, but she can pull off, and you gotta get braids. You gotta get a sewing, like yo. And we can talk so much about this topic, honestly, because it it kind of coincides with a lot of different things. Because even with black people in general, we hear, "Oh, you're black, so you have to do double the work." Absolutely. So like, I don't know. I feel like it's lucky true though, but. In this society. It is true. Yeah, it's definitely true. <laughs> but, yeah, we hear stuff like that. It's, it's... But it doesn't help when we pin our, like, pit ourselves against each other. Right. But it's like, that's oh, I'm, not, I'm now going to add to the racism by adding in some colorism. Right. Like, yeah, like, that's so unnecessary. And there's, like, there's something there. You need I like how healing. you say to add to the racism by right. adding to the colorism. <laughs> right. <laughs> For real. For real, though. So, um, honestly, it's crazy because in my personal experience, I am, I would consider myself more brown skin, very medium tone. Mm-hmm. And so I've never experienced like the dark skin um, experience or the lighter skin experience. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't have much to say on it other than it shouldn't be. Right. <laughs> That's it. How have your sisters experienced? Because both of your sisters are darker complexion. Well, my oldest sister is definitely darker skin, and my mom is also darker skin. But I see those same those same like thoughts are self-images, you know what I mean? Of themselves arise at times, especially in if I'm being transparent, my mom because she is of an older generation she does yes. say things, you know yeah. that are very derogatory towards darker complexions yeah and it's just like mom you are a woman of a darker skin mm-hmm. so how can you even say that about yourself essentially yeah. you know what i mean no yeah i get my mother she's not of a darker complexion but she doesn't have the typical looser curl pattern yeah. and she's west indian she's not from american culture and west indian culture it's like we think that colorism is prevalent just within a, the united states but no this, mm. like this is a thing that's mm-hmm. worldwide like, it's worse dark everywhere skin, else dark skin versus light skin and it's like indian versus black like that's that's a thing right in the west indies as well um and like i remember her at first being very against natural hair even when i stopped putting a hot comb in my hair like my wow. mom hot combs my hair every sunday for basically my entire youth until I got to middle school and then middle school I was doing it myself I remember I myself, <laughs> my hair myself and when I started really wearing my hair curly she was pretty against it she was like you wow. need to flat iron your hair you look better with your hair you look your prettiest with your hair right. straight and that's nothing against my mother you know I yeah. didn't have a complex about that praise God but I, I know she struggles more so with natural hair. She doesn't even really, she doesn't wear her natural hair. Yeah. Um, and she has a good amount of hair on her head. She will not stop yeah, getting perms. Because it's what she's been conditioned 
to believe mm-hmm. all 60 something years of her life right so it's like I had to do unlearning but at least I was a teenager what mm-hmm. do you say to someone who lived through the civil like both of my parents lived through the civil rights movement right full that, adult that in and of itself like my parents are 64 about to be 65 my father was alive when Martin Luther King Jr. was alive and he was alive the day he died wow so that grown that, grown 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 okay so yes. that that has a lot to do with the way that they think right and it's nothing against them but it's, we have to, as a community have to wake up and realize like yo a lot of what we're believing and saying about ourselves comes from racism yeah yeah definitely and I feel like with the older generation, it's going to take, like you said, a lot of unlearning to do because mm-hmm. I see it in my parents all the time. My mom, she does a little bit better with it. Like, right. She'll ask for more understanding. Like, she likes to be educated on stuff like mm-hmm. this, social injustices and stuff like that. But my dad, <laughs> my dad is very much so stuck in his ways. And so I feel like it's very common in the older generations. Yeah. Whereas I feel like when it comes to our newer generations, I'm seeing a lot of. Um, a little kids, and it's surprising to me, even because you know I'm a teacher. I see a lot of little kids saying that, "Oh, this is not right." How you think? Like, I don't like how you just said Ooh, it love that. about certain things. I and love I that. love, love, love that because I did not see it in mm. middle school myself. Right. You know, like I didn't, honest, I didn't honestly, I didn't start getting on this track until maybe like senior year of high school, college. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same, same. Because. Even still, I was in the situation, like, I was in the environment of, right. you know, just people just who are, I-, I hate to say this word, but ignorant, because it sounds so, like, it sounds so negative, like, it has such yeah. a negative conversation, but ignorance to certain situations and certain, in, in their actions upon certain people and how it will make certain people feel if you say certain things. Mm-hmm. So, I was in that environment, and it would just make me feel so awful you know what I mean it's like even when you think about where we come from and it's like I don't know how many of our listeners are from the 252 Mm -hmm. but there's like this town in the the 252 called Mm Ahoski and there's like a specific family (laughs) there's a specific group of a family that lives there and they are all light skinned with quote unquote good hair. And for the, uh, not a Husky, or the Hollister. Yeah, it's Hollister. Hollister. Ooh, I'm sorry. Look, my bad people in the Husky. It's Hollister. And it's like. You know, Hollister don't play. But, but everyone and their mama, like if they got someone who was from this specific family or were from Hollister, you felt mm-hmm. like you, you had like the finest. Mm-hmm. Because you had someone who had good hair, quote, right. quote light eyes, and very light complexion. So you know, you just felt like you had the cream of the crop, the finest yes. period. And that that was like around that like Hollister was far from where we live, Loki. Like Right. And it's so minutes. and it's crazy because it's so super like it was super duper su- superficial because Okay. If you think about the 252 area and we have to wrap this up soon because we could we talk do. about this all day but, but if you think it's about crazy the how they were considered the prettiest in, yes, the, in the area like, and it's not even that like their appearance was, was associated with status like it mm-hmm. wasn't money it was predominantly most people in 252 they don't have a lot of money they don't okay. have a lot of income okay. so it wasn't money it wasn't any of those other things it was just solely based off of outwardly appearance. You're so right. That and it's so, so <laughs> right. It's You're so crazy so right. the power. You're right. The power that a certain skin complexion can hold. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like we need to start dealing with this 
colorism issue. We do. Like, we dealt with the sexuality. We dealt with the racism. Now let's start on colorism. Let's get her together. Okay. For real. <sighs> and get her out of our community. Yes. Because it's coming from us. It is. It really is. And I feel like we have the power since we are we are a generation of the shifting belief and we are a generation of a different type of progressive mentality. Let's get there. Let's get there. This was a good conversation. It really was. Like, I feel like this is probably one of our longest episodes. Okay, but stuff had to be said. Okay. It did. It did. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Trying 20. We're going to keep on this um, posting schedule and recording mm-hmm. schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, we hope you guys have an amazing Every week. week. Make sure you're following us on our Instagram at Trying, the Lord Jesus, at Trying 20. <laughs> We're as we told y'all last episode that we are planning on going live soon on our Instagram. So you definitely, yeah. definitely want to be. I'm so us. excited for that. I know, and it's like we're gonna be including, like, allowing y'all to join our live with us and converse with us and dialogue with us. So definitely make sure you're following us um, and be on the lookout for that. And mm-hmm. yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you, guys. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.